0: Hello and thank you for tuning into the Evening Standard of the D1T and 5 for Monday, August 1st. Let's jump into today's top stories. East Tennessee State AD Scott Carter has resigned, effective immediately. ETSU President Brian Nolan explains he and Carter discussed the future of collegiate athletics at length and agreed it is best for him to take a step back as well as allow Carter to spend more time with his wife and two children. Former Bucs AD Richard Sanders will step in to serve as interim AD. The news comes as the program announces they will part ways with women's basketball head coach Simon Harris following an investigation into complaints made by two students. Athletes who were dismissed from the team. The investigation also found Harris' conduct is, quote, likely to lead to an NCAA finding of a level one or level two violations. End quote. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klayovkov tells the Athletic quote it's clear that UCLA and USC made a decision for short-term financial gain at the expense of their student-athletes. It's 100% clear to me. The surprising part, to me, is the Pac-12 has a mission that is related to the health and well-being of its student-athletes, and this is a decision that, in my opinion, goes directly against the health and well-being of students athletes end quote an unnamed pac-12 ad remarked i was surprised because i had accepted the notion that ucla could not uncouple from cal because of the whole Regent thing they're governed by the same group and it makes no logical sense that the same oversight board would vault one at the detriment the expense of the other that is counter to their responsibility look at all the work oklahoma and texas had to do in." 12 years ago, the Pac-12 tried to raid them, but it was always Oklahoma State and Texas Tech coupling them, and that stopped it, so, obviously they'd learned their lessons, and whatever work they needed to get done behind the scenes to fix it, they did, UCLA obviously did no work because this should not be a political issue at this point, it'll be interesting to see what happens at that hearing, Asked whether she believes D1 college football will be split into two or three levels in the next five years, Missouri Valley Football Conference Commissioner Patty Vivarito responded by saying I think it takes a lot to move that needle, so I'll take the under, I'll take two, but I won't be surprised if I'm wrong. Additionally, the commissioner feels the FCS is in better shape today than 10 years ago due to visibility and respect for FCS in ways that I wouldn't have imagined 10 years ago. She also adds, quote, as things unfold nationally, I think we have to have a game plan in place for where we think we'll fit into whatever landscape develops. To me, the key for success in Division 1 football across the entire division is that we maintain our ties to the highest level of Division 1 football, end quote. An ESPN survey of over 200 football head coaches, players and administrators found that nearly 80% of respondents believe schools will pay athletes directly within the next decade while 75% think the sport will eventually follow some sort of professional model, perhaps with schools forming conferences based on their willingness to pay players. ESPN's David Hale adds virtually everyone thinks more realignment is in store and nearly 60% of respondents agreed that college football should break away from the NCAA and form its own system of governance and oversight. Also, nearly 80% of respondents said NIL represents a quote black market pay-for-play system that is being used to secure recruits and transfers end quote. With the book closed on the 2021-2022 football transfer cycle, the Athletics' Max Olson examines the trends that emerged and points out that more than 80% of scholarship players who transferred have found new homes for the 2022 season. Additionally, the average Power 5 program lost 16 transfers in the last year, while 14 of them found a home, 9 are going to group of 5 programs or lower. Open Doors launched its new website, which CEO Blake Lawrence explains will allow businesses to pick and pitch any athlete for any service in under 60 seconds. Services include social posts, autographs, appearances and more. The company also announced the Open Doors Athlete Rate Card which provides athletes with their market rate for NIL deals. On the hard court, the Big East and Big 12 said they are extending their annual Big East Big 12 battle in men's basketball for an additional two years through the 2024-2025 campaign. Just ahead of holding their first women's volleyball media days, the Big Ten Network announced a distribution partnership through which 70-plus Big Ten volleyball matches will appear on VolleyballWorld.tv, a key streamer that's built an avid international volleyball community. The Big Ten also announced a record 55 volleyball matches would be televised nationally across BTN, ESPN2, ESPNU and FS1. In personnel news, Toledo AD Brian Blair has named Texas Associate AD for Development Al Tomlinson as the Rockets' new Deputy AD. The Pac-12 also named on location Global Head of Resources Kwa Shan to the new role of Chief People and Inclusion Officer for the conference. For more moves, be sure to check out The Wire on Collegiate Sports Connect with your free account. Thank you for tuning in to the evening standard of the D1T and Five for Monday, August 1st. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.